This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. Due to recent events, these episodes are no longer on theatrical releases, but rather older films. However, just like all of our other clips, it may contain major spoilers about the film, so you have officially been warned. And if you want to check out the full episode, head over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and we'll pop right up. Without further ado, here's your exclusive Patreon clip. So let's talk about her performance. What do you think of this? I love it. I think she's so endearing with no dialogue minus that one bit where she's doing the writer's brain, like play out the endings. Actually, what's funny, and this is a writing thing, but the the, the thing to me where I was like, oh, I could connect with her on like a deep level is when she's doing the, um, when she's typing her book and she's like, la, 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 ending mm. stuff. Money now, please. Yes, I love the money now, please. <laughs> As someone who has struggled mightily to write over the last couple of years where you're just like, I don't know, fuck, like, you know what I want to say, so just cut me the check and send it my way. Right. And admittedly, because this is the first thing that I had seen Siegel in, and I don't think she's really done much outside of her husband's films or his TV show. Which is very disappointing. Oh, because she's, she's really good. But yeah, in this, I was like, okay, cool, she's great. She can act, but like, again, very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. She has bit parts in Gerald's game. She plays Carla Gugino's mom, and then she plays a customer in Ouija. But then in Hill House, that's when it's like, oh, she's got it. Because I, I think she's fantastic. But this, I mean, and yes, yeah, she's not actually deaf mute. We can talk about that in a minute. But I, I find her completely like compelling here. She sells me everything. I think part of this is helped by the fact that she and Flanagan broke this character. So this is really someone that she helped to create from the ground up. And I really think that that shows she's got a very clear sense of character that I think is accompanied by someone who is really involved creatively in the process. Mm -hmm. I just think she sells the physicality of the performance. She's really good at handling the emotional beats when she sees horrifying things, when she's hurt. You know, you really feel that sense of connection to her. But then also there's something... You know, she she's just like a little bit wacky and relatable, particularly in those early moments where, yeah, she's struggling to write, she's a bad cook, even just the fact she's had an active sex life, but she's not really dating somebody right now, and she's yep. just trying to get away from it. All of these things, I'm like, yes, yes, girl, I'm right there with you. I mean, that's the thing, you know, something like this could easily just be exposition, 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 and it just feels like, okay, let's get this out of the way before we get to the good stuff. <laughs> Check but off it's so entertaining, and it's... <laughs> It is, but it's it's so many, like, little things, you know, where it's like, oh, like, you could, I guess, spend more time on this, but, like, you don't need to, because I'm getting all the information I need based on these little things that you're giving me. And the conversation she has with Sarah is just so, so delightful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I really like the fact, um, so coming back to the article that I mentioned a little bit earlier... Mm. One of the things that they talk about specifically with relation to the deafness, because a lot of people were struck by the deafness as a plot point and a character beat. Mm -hmm. So 
this was new to a lot of people. They felt like they hadn't seen this kind of character on screen. They hadn't seen it done in such a sympathetic manner. Like, I think we're used to really seeing disabled people being represented in a certain way. And particularly when it comes to women, like if you start to look on the stats, there's about 2.4% of films that have disabled characters in them. So it's Mm. not a huge proportion. They're often about men. Yeah. So when you make it about a woman, obviously we're going a little more niche. And then usually it's like, a blind woman because you can have a standard level actress tap around a little bit i'm thinking of like danielle's performance from happy death day to you yes yes, yes, yes. where you're just kind of like yeah like any old actress any (laughs) old bitch (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) see previous episode on happy death day to you which joe hopefully will watch again one day so he can like it more i dude (laughs) (laughs) But I think in a lot of ways, Maddie feels fresh to people. And to a certain extent, even the nature of the narrative in this film is unexpected because we expect that she will need saving. Mm -hmm. And she fucking doesn't. And that's really refreshing. (laughs) 